We're back! It's a brand new year and we're up to the same old garbage. This time we don't talk about COVID. We Wrong, do talk we about do. TikTok. We really do. We talk about, we take some phone calls. We talk about what's going on in our lives and what we did for the holidays. And guess what? We didn't do shit. Enjoy! Did you fart in a jar? I did fart in a jar and it's still for sale on my big cartel. It's only $20. Buy you a fart. Oh, that's... Go ahead and buy you a fart. Buy a fart for someone you love. Toot toot. Enjoy the show. Toot toot. Beep beep. (laughs) Forever. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now, on with the show. Hi, you slapped you, stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. And welcome back to Big Dipper Sloppy in Seconds with Meatball and Sloppy Seconds, Big Dipper and Meatball, Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. You feel good to be back in the saddle, huh? Yeah, yeah, I did all that from memory. It's been two weeks off, seems like three maybe. I don't... Seems like forever, but that's fine. We're all working. Here's what I gotta here. say. Okay. When we originally said we were going to take those two weeks off, I mean, everybody on the network did, but in my mind, we could take two weeks off in the summer or something, because over the winter holidays, everyone's home, and they like don't have anything to do, so more people listen to... I found myself trying to listen to more podcasts when there was less to do, so we took away people's joy around the holiday. Well, do you really want me to pull the curtain back about how the donuts are being made? No. Because I don't oh. want the audience to know. Okay, then I won't tell you. But there was, it wasn't just like, hey, let's have winter break. There were very legitimate reasons why the whole network went dark for two weeks. Someone died? No, they were like logistical, legitimate reasons. Like a thing happened, and then something else happened, and no, now I'm pulling back the curtain, but no one, no one buys ads. For yeah. that last week of the year, because they're like, no one's doing anything, so we're not going to pay for ads. Which, to me, again, seems crazy, because everyone's listening. Well, right? you should start your own network and run it differently. I don't have, you know I don't have the time for that. Okay, I wrote this down because I am curious, and I do want to ask you. How was COVID for you? <laughs> Since you caught it at my super spreader event, <laughs> Fat Slut. Is that, are you owning that you had a super spreader event? I'm just saying, well. The bar had to shut down the, bar the week shut after. Because everybody was the had night. COVID. The light went out at, <laughs> at precinct. Um, my my party did have a lot of people who caught COVID. We're not doing COVID chats this year. But a lot of people got it there. Uh, they're being more safe now. Uh, I didn't catch it. If you were in the dressing room, if you were responsible, you didn't catch it. Also, there weren't as many people there. So a lot of people just aren't going out anymore. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, I will say I've been as, as a person who finally, after all this time did get COVID, Mm -hmm. I, you know, there, I think back in the day before, and we're not going to do COVID chats, but but it sounds like you're heading into it. It'll be I quick. really don't want to do it. No, It'll be quick. Not, nothing with you is quick, boo. You just you launched into it by saying people and I who was, and now we're done. But you said people who are responsible. Yes. And what I want to say is back in the day there was a a much finer line about if you're being responsible or not. Pre-vaccine, if you go to a big event, if you don't wear a mask, if you're all of that, that was irresponsible. At this point with Omicron, with how contagious it is i wore a mask the entire time i was not in the dressing room at your party Mm -hmm. and i still got covid and you're saying oh well if you were in the dressing room you wouldn't have got covid there is also no morality link to it i'm not saying anything i'm not saying anything i'm just saying i i too was in the dressing room maskless i was at the bar from five o'clock until 3 a.m. You also it. got very, very sick after the event. It just wasn't COVID. 
That is true. I was ill. Okay. <laughs> Moving forward. I do want to say one no. more thing. What? Oh, you're like really upset. It's just, I don't want to, people have told us no more COVID talk and now it seems like that's all you want to talk about. You literally brought it up. But I was done. But you know, with me, when you're done, I'm just getting started. I'm slow burn over here. All right, do it. See how see how many listeners we drop in the first five minutes. When I and I will be able to see those statistics. That's the back end uh, network. Get it over with. When all I'm saying is, at the end of my ten day quarantine, I canceled all my plans. I stayed in the house. I did not leave the house from the moment I returned to your party until a full ten days later. On that very day, when I was able to leave the house, CDC said five days. That's all I'm saying. Did you have a wonderful holiday? What'd you no, do for New COVID. Year's? Well, seems like we're at an end. <laughs> yeah. Did you get anything you wanted for Christmas? No, I stayed at home. I had COVID. I got an ice maker that makes <laughs> Sonic ice so I can crunch, 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 crunch. I got, what else did I get? I got a lot of stuff. Had a wonderful Christmas, wonderful New Year's. Was supposed to be in Hawaii, uh, learning to surf for a full week. But and why didn't you go? Because of we, you know, just you know, flights and things <laughs> seem to be up in the air. So we, as a group, me, Nicole, Sashir, Ali, Michael, all uh-huh. of us decided, hey, maybe we stay home and um, on New Year's we'll just dress up and pretend like we're in Hawaii. And so that's what we did. And why did you stay home again? Just didn't want to get on that. Didn't want to be. Didn't you know? You didn't want to. You didn't want to be somewhere where you had to stay for a week if it wasn't your fault that something happened. So we all decided, hey, you know, we rented a lovely home, but all of our instructors were just, you know, people that live on an island, and we didn't want to be the negative reason that things bad happen on Hawaii Island. You mean the positive reason? New Year, new me. <laughs> what, you got new okay, resolutions? Okay. I, what I wanted to say before was, what do you do every day? Me? Yeah. Okay. St- real quick, wake up. <laughs> Around mm, anywhere between 6 and 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm up. I make coffee. I feed the cats. I play video games. And I usually hop on the computer, respond to emails. Then it depends on like what hobby I'm in. Like, what mood I'm in. Okay, Like, okay. if I feel like I want to clean, I will deep clean the house. If I feel like I want to sew something, I'll probably run downtown and grab some fabric and start cutting it up and sewing something for the day. When you're working on something like that, what time, what is the time, what is the hour of the day when you're like, nah, can't go downtown anymore? Oh, I do not, I do not head downtown past uh, 11 a.m. Oh, that's even too late. That's too late. There's no there. I had I leave my house if I'm going downtown. I leave my house at nine forty five in the morning, so I can get down there, get parking, and I can be back home by eleven thirty. Mm, because if I start any project after noon, it's a wash. Why? I just COVID? am lazier. <laughs> I just don't feel like doing it. Sometimes, like the best projects I've ever done, I start at two and then I work until like two o'clock in the morning on them. Because you're a nap girl, right? Ooh, I take a nap. Oh, I but take a you, hard nap. But do you, like, disappear into the nap, or are you, like, a quick snooze and then you're back at it? It depends on what how much stuff I need to get done, but lately, like, two days ago, I took, like, a three-hour nap. Just in what? the middle of the day, just went down for three hours, and I woke up, and it was dark, and I was lost. <laughs> I literally was is like, Is that the kind of night day when you're staying it? up till very late? Yeah, but then no matter what, I still wake up at like 6 a.m. That is an internal clock thing. That yeah. just takes over your body. Which causes me to point. take another nap the next day to catch up mm. on that sleep. Mm. Vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. But over this break, we weren't really doing much. So I we were I've finished. Like we were just two... listening to podcasts and wondering why we didn't have anything exactly. on the Exactly. I finished two full video games in like a week, which is a lot. Um, oh, if you have any PS5 game suggestions, I've blasted through all the good ones. I like an open world game. I do not like first person. I want to see the back of them. I want to be the person running around. 
You know? You know, do you know games? First person no. like when it's like you see the tip of your gun and it's like moving around and you're running. I but you never see, see the, your person. Yeah, I need to see the person because I need uh, it just makes me nauseous if I don't. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I what do you video do game. during the day? I haven't played video games in the longest time. You need to get in it. You need to get no. on it. Have I, you had any sex recently? I have. Anything weird? Yeah. Do you have like a regular partner? What's going on? <laughs> um, no, I don't have a regular partner. And I was really um wiling out at the beginning of December, post Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of, you know, really took a took a chill pill leading up to Thanksgiving because my parents were coming into town and I was like, I don't want to get COVID. I want to stay healthy, et cetera, et cetera. That trip went off went on a hitch. Then they left and I was like, let's get it popping. And then I got COVID. But then when COVID was over, I was like, girl, I got these antibodies. These antibodies? I got, I'll I'm, go anywhere. I'm I'll vac- go anywhere. I'm vaccine boosted, even though I still got COVID. And then I got these antibodies. So now I'm out here in these streets, as the kids say. Okay, I have a couple other questions I wanted to ask you about. Oh, well, we have to take a break. So when we come back, I have okay. a couple other things on the docket. Okay. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next box that's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next box while your subscription is active That's a sleigh, baby. We are back. We're back. And I'm curious to know about farts in a jar. I'm selling a fart in a jar. Well, okay. So, there's this girl on 90 Day Fiance, and she was really annoying on that show. Um, And all of a sudden, she pops back up on my... Uh, Tiki Talk, and she was yes. like, "What I eat in a day to sell farts in a jar?" And she sells her farts for a thousand dollars a jar, and she eats beans and like red meat and a lot of cheese and dairy and stuff. But 
because she was eating so much of it, it gave her like a heart attack or they thought it was a heart attack, but it like yeah. blocked her up. And she was a mess. And so I was talking to Michael about it last night and I was like, this bitch sells her farts for a thousand dollars a jar. Oh my God. I bet I could sell a jar, a fart in a jar and someone would buy it. And he was like, no one would buy it. And then I got up after eating a beautiful Creole, vegan Creole dish and I farted in a jar and I stuck a sticker on it and I put it up for sale on my big cartel. <laughs> and? Got a lo- website got a lot of hits. A lot of people coming and viewing. Not a lot of purchases. It's just Any? the one. Any perch? Yeah, I think it's... No, no purchase yet. But I, I just did just put it up last night, so... Maybe by the end of the week, maybe when this comes out on Tuesday, someone will have purchased it. Ooh, baby! 75 loads? I don't know what that's about. That's on Twitter, right? Someone said they got 75 loads in a day? A person in LA who I have seen advertising themselves on Sniffy's and other websites as hosting a cum dump at a hotel. Oh, fancy. He gets a room that has like, you know, you don't have to go through the lobby or get on an elevator. Mm-hmm. He, you can film and he films because he has like an OnlyFans and he takes loads. And I guess this weekend he tweeted about taking 75 loads and... At the end of it, there's a photo that says the aftermath because with that much cum in your ass, there's no lube involved anymore. These people are fucking him and it's like splattering all over him. So there's this photo of his back splattered with cum. You're looking it up, aren't you? I'm looking it up right now. You keep talking. What, are, what should everyone, I even search? 75 loads? If you, Yeah, if you look up 75 loads, everyone is like all up in arms about this. Why? I think it's like just, Dawson seventy load weekend, oh, fifty load weekend. Yeah, but I think at this point, I think at this point, more people are like, "How on earth did he get seventy five people to fuck him? Let alone all come in his ass." Because if you remember when we interviewed Jeff the cum dump on our show, mm-hmm. there was a conversation about, "Oh, if I, he goes to sex parties or whatever, he." is got his ass up ready to go um but why is he not like he doesn't get come from everybody so i think people are really impressed that it's actually that he achieved it how long was he there for one full day i don't know did you find his twitter he has a public twitter where he posted no i can't find the twitter typing in 75 loads only gets you a million fucking faggy or sorry gay people's um like memes reactions. about it? Yeah, it's just a bunch of memes. I'm just trying to do the math. What about the math? I think he was there for like eight or nine hours. I literally My looked at... My butthole wouldn't be okay after like five dudes like fucked me. I don't know how 75. You're not also, a cum dump. How did the hotel not just be like, mm, sir, because you're having a lot of gas. It's not that kind of a hotel. Oh, he was down at Cringe. You know what, though? One time, for Double Scorpio, when I recorded that thing for their love potion, it was me and the two Double Scorpio guys in a hotel room. And I, of course, I, like, showed up in full drag and, like, ran up the stairs and was, like, leaving a trail of feathers behind me. And the hotel staff came and knocked on the door, and they were like, I'm sorry, there's only two people to a room. And it was, like... A CD hotel down in, I feel like it was Crenshaw or somewhere. Wow! I'm watching it! I'm watching him! It's really riding on up. Oh, you're looking at all the cum splatter? Oh my god! You should scroll down. Scroll down, he posts a lot. Oh my god! Oh, God. Oh, God. It was 20 hours. The 20-hour come down. Wait a goddamn minute. Do I know this hotel? No. Oh, yeah. The hotel address is on this Twitter, too. He's sucking dick on the Twitter. Oh, my God. It was a travel lodge. People are out here living their lives. So... 
People are criticizing this person because oh, he even put the he put a video on his Twitter with the room number, with the room that the room would be open and how to access it from the parking lot. The 20 hour come dump is now open. I'll be posted up in my room taking loads all day and night till checkout tomorrow. Feel free to come and breed me as needed with the address and room number. You think in between like there's probably like maybe like 15 minutes between guy or are there like multiple dudes in the room at once? Just yeah, the door is open. You'd go to that. Oftentimes, oftentimes they there's a person that the come dump has sort of. Oh, doing the camera. Or no, doing the door. Mm. Not not letting people in, but sort of like making sure no one like because anyone could walk in here, right? This is public. So someone could walk in and pull out a like a fucking meth pipe and start smoking in the room. And it's like, no, sir, we're not doing drugs in here. No, we're not doing this. So you need someone like watching the room. That's crazy. But it seems like people are all, I think a lot of people are like, girl, in the COVID surge? Not to talk about COVID again. But here we are talking <laughs> about it. Uh, we don't got we don't got to. Why don't we talk about things that are important, like season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Races. Are you excited up. for that? I am excited because I'm super excited to see Cornbread on the show. I think she's one of the most incredible and talented drag queens in Los Angeles. On the day we're recording this, they released the first 10 minutes of the yes. show. But you know who I'm super excited to see and who I've worked with before from Denver, Colorado? Willow Pill. She she's was my, so fun. She's really fun. She's like a good time gal. She it, was super fun in the entrance. The fact that her shirt says angle, angle instead of angel is so funny to me, especially to me, dyslexic king. Um, it's I, I'm I'm definitely excited. I'm a Willow Pill stan. Carrie Colby, also from LA, looks gorgeous. Apparently, there's someone named June Jambalaya that's from Los Angeles. Yeah. I've never heard of or seen her before, but Cornbread seemed to recognize her. Yeah. And they're doing the old splits. Half half and half. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently, this season, there's some sort of game. Okay, so I ordered a bunch of chocolate bars. From RuPaul? I gave that bitch some money. Oh, are Willem and Alaska going to be covering this in real time? Yeah, they always do. The real time. Thank God we don't have to cover any more Dragula. Aren't you glad that that's over? I I mean, yes and no, because I like... Okay, the other thing I wanted to bring up to you is that, you know, we have clocked in. I know we're being very casual today. We're just sort of back in the new year. But we have clocked in over 200 episodes of Sloppy Seconds. Wow. Okay, let's go. Okay, let's go. Did you finally see that? Oh, you know what's got me through this? Through the holidays? Tiki Talks. But you're not posting on there. No. Okay, (laughs) let's go. I have posts in my drafts, but they're all mean. Here's the thing. I think I would have posted had I been in drag. But you know me. I don't really, like, love putting makeup on and, like, doing the whole zhuzh. But Unless you know like you can like save to. them if you have an idea. You can like favorite the sound or or start a draft of the video. Had no idea you could do that. I have a bunch of things in my drafts, but like I like I said, they're all mean. They're like a person doing a thing, and then I want to stitch it and be like, "You don't need to do this. Do that. That's <laughs> what Bob does." But it's like it, Bob's it, got a great Tiki Talk. The problem is I am not on straight t- TikTok, so I don't see those videos. I just see like gay people doing cringy stuff, and I'm like, I want to comment on it, but I know that a lot of the stuff I do, other people cringe at, and they would want to comment. So I'm like, I'm not trying to open that Panera's box. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not gonna be a bully on TikTok, but I'm trying to figure out where I land. Should I do dance videos on there? Am I just too old to be on there? People you enjoy could do that. it. There's some, there's some people that are old and doing some dances on there. With my and Instagram they're older being, than you. 
But my Instagram being all, you know. Oh, yeah. You So you're still not able to comment on people's stuff? I can post a photo, but no caption. I cannot comment on anyone. I cannot follow anyone new. I can send DMs, but I cannot post stories. It's this. And the. the what the, is that? The explanation they gave me is I've, I've overuse. They say I like post too much, which I don't. No. I follow too many people, which I don't. I, they say like I'm using the app too much, which to them I think as a security sign is like a scam bot, just like going through and like auto following a bunch uh. of people. This is what the responses that I've gotten from the person. They're following up on it, but it's really hindering. I wanted to post. But you so don't many use stories. it that much, and like you're not. I wasn't able to promote the Fat Slut gig at all. I have music videos that are getting ready to come out, like all of that. So I'm like, I guess I should use TikTok. But TikTok, no one promotes anything on TikTok. They just talk to the camera. No, I think people do promote stuff and and maybe you're just not seeing it because that's like not part of your algorithm. Girl. I don't understand how TikTok works. I do remember one time a long time ago. It was DragCon New York, and I think it was the one that was sponsored by Tiki Talk. And uh-huh. I was like, oh. And I was talking to some man up in the green room about how I didn't understand TikTok, and like I didn't like it, and it seemed confusing. And he said, oh, it's not for you, babe. It's not for no, you. No, he went, okay, well, that's great. So I work for TikTok, so I'll take these notes back to them. And then <laughs> he was like, and what's your name? And I went, Silky. <laughs> he said, they call me Silk. With the good milk. Silky. I could. I probably should have been like Vinegar Strokes, but I remember she was like right next to me when it was happening. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I it really does suck some time. I can I can spend an hour on it and then be like, oh god, what am I doing? Yeah, like oh, let me just look at this for five. It's we're so fucked up. I also think it was made because it, it was the holidays and like neither you or I went home or did anything. So it was like just extra boring for us. So we had to, we had to watch Tiki Talks. I now, just ultimately things are open and maybe my schedule's booked and blessed, Heaney. Oh yeah? Yes. I got Fat Slut coming up on the Friday, January 21st. Uh-huh. We have Eureka O'Hara. Oh. We have Kim Chi. We have Rob Anderson and oh. Kimchi judging this food eating competition. Barbara Wire from DTLA. Wow, everyone but Barbara Mini is... Horowitz, all the way from Brooklyn. Wow, very excited. It's gonna be a everyone great show. except for those last two are former guests of the pod. Yes, but we should have Mini, and uh, we should definitely have Barbara. Which you glazed over my announcement of over two hundred episodes. You we moved really on to TikTok that. real fast. We really did 200 episodes. Does it feel like 200? Today it does. Some today, days it doesn't. No, today. <laughs> I think it's weird because we just haven't talked to each other in like two weeks. So I'm like, I, know, I just want to ask you, a, you like. You have a full beard, which is like. This was my Hawaii beard. Sort of a gag. Oh, did you paint it on? Yeah. No, but I can't ever grow a mustache. If anyone out there knows how to fill in a little mustache area. And I'm not talking about with makeup. I need, like, some sort of growth hormone. Oh, you can use what I use for the top of my head, but on your upper lip. Oh, are you finally taking care of that bald spot? I've been. Turn around. Let's look. No, it takes, like, six months before the medicine works. I didn't get plugs. No, I know, but I thought maybe there would be some sort of change. No. Oh, God. It's like taking an antidepressant. It's like you start taking it and you want it to change, but like it takes like a month before you're like, no, I'm fucked mentally for a while. And I'm just taking these and praying something good will happen. Oh, my God. All right, let's take a break and pray something good happens when we get back. We'll take some calls. I was also listening back to our, one of our last episodes, and I like couldn't breathe. <laughs> I was so sick that my throat was closed up. There was and one like, episode where I basically every time you weren't talking, I had to cut out <sighs> because I was so sick. And so, and and I think one of our listeners called in. And they were like, "I'm a doctor. Y'all both need to start drinking more water." 
and like really yelled at us about it. So I please, drink so much water. I know I drink a lot of water too, but I do think I drink more tequila than water a day. You know what I mean? A day? First call. Hey, so um, we never really talked about um food break because oh. I remember that one listener called in and was angry as hell because y'all didn't bring back food break. Do they mean them? And instead of addressing it, it, y'all were just like, ooh, ooh, drop biscuits. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, drop sounds like us. <laughs> that sounds just so like, ooh, 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 drop biscuits. I would, um, I would love that because I do miss the sound of you um, eating food into the microphone. Um, you know, it's an unpopular opinion, um, but I think you should re reconsider it, revisit it, whatever you need. Um, yeah, bye. <laughs> we don't do food break because we were doing that when we were in person with our guests because we could all eat the same thing and talk about it. So what you're requesting that we do is each go out and separately purchase the same items and as our guests and have them go out and buy it and then eat it all together on a podcast. Yeah, it doesn't Ain't make gonna sense. Happen. Ain't gonna happen. Also, and, uh-huh. a lot of people were did not like the sound of us chewing. And honestly, I didn't like the sound of us chewing. I was doing it because when we were recording, we would be there for like three hours and I needed a goddamn snack. So that's us addressing it. So you can go eat my ass, my 72 load ass. I, five, 75, first of all. Uh, also, I would say, yeah, the way your ass is padded these days, it looks like there's 72 loads in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, baby. Got a fat um, ass. I would say we could do food break when we do live events. Yeah. Pickle, and we did that one talk. time. What, how, what are, what are the things that I have made? I, you made latkes? I made latkes one time. You and made then hot, I made dogs. hot dogs. Oh my God, so many hot dogs. At that slut, you made sandwiches and passed I them out. Did make pass Super spreader event. On a, on a soft white bread that just holds moisture. Oh, yeah. You think COVID is moisture, right? I think it, I think it is on moisture white drops bread. in the air that get maybe stuck on a white bread. Did you, when you were in school, did you ever take white bread? And, like, wipe a surface in the school and then put it in a Ziploc bag and then watch the mold grow? No. That's what, that's how we learned about germs. So our teacher would each give us, like, a piece of white bread and they'd be like, go to a different part of the school and, like, wipe it on something. And then we put it in a Ziploc bag and then she would just, like, let it incubate for, like, a week or a month or whatever. I can't remember. But then you would see and every piece of bread had, like, a different amount of mold on it based on where you wiped it. And one kid wiped it on the inside of the toilet. And his had the least amount of mold. I just remember being like, what? And our teacher being like, well, he probably went in after it was just cleaned. Thoughts? That is wild. I'm trying to remember other experiments that we did as kids. Did you ever have to dissect anything? Yeah, we dissected a frog and gag a pig fetus. Ugh! That's disgusting. No, we dissected crawfish. Because our school Don't you have to work. do that to eat them? Once they're boiled, Anna, don't you basically dissect Well, you rip the tail off and then... And then mm. suck the head. Oh, my God. I went to this place called The Shrimp Lover the other day with a couple of people. It is so good. They You basically go down this list of stuff, and you can get king crab, shrimp, crawfish, um, clams, mussels, any type of seafood you can imagine. And then you pick what sauce you get on it, and then they cook it all together... Throw it in a plastic bag with some, my mouth is watering, with some potatoes and some corn. Oh, God, this is what I'm getting for dinner. And they bring it to the table, and they give you a bib, and they're just like, have at, and you just like eat it out of a plastic bag. I want to go there. It's so good. It's so good. What'd you get? King crab? I don't I know got, that I've ever like really had crab. I got, oh, they also had snow crab, and snow crab is like way better than king crab. But I got king crab, mussels, oysters, uh, shrimp. And crawfish. Damn. It was part of a, it was like a bowl. It like, that was like an option that you could just order it all together at a set price. A bowl or a bag? Well, the bag came in a bowl. (laughs) 
oh my god, I just realized I should have taken the bag out of the bowl and put the and shells thrown the in shells there. in there. Instead, you I just take- let it all mix together in the bag. No, I was taking the shells out and then being like, Monet, put down a paper towel for me, and then was like dropping the shells on the thing. And what happened the to the bow? The bowl. The bowl was just holding the bag. <laughs> I just. Oh my god! Oh, that guy looked at me so weird, and now I understand. <laughs> Don't call Monet a guy. All right, here's another uh, voice. Listen, y'all need to leave Monet alone about the BBL. It d- apparently it never happened. Oh, so she told you? According to her, it didn't happen. But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, because she told me as well. It didn't happen. Yeah, I know, but like, hey, Slop, Zach here. Love the pod. Fingers Hi, crossed for all the live show at the CCBC. I've had some great <laughs> memories there. Anyways, I wanted to let you guys know about a fuck talk story that happened to my friend back in the day. Uh, from 2013 to 2016, I used to live in Palm Springs, and I worked front desk at the gay resort, what used to be called Helios. It's now some women's rehab center or something. Oh. But anyways, I used to work the nights, and sometimes I would... Sorry, does this sound like he's reading it, like he wrote it out? Maybe, but at least he did, you know? Because I remember listening to this one earlier, and it's quick, to the point, and funny. My friend come in and hang out by the pool while I was on shift. Well, one night, my buddy was hanging out by the pool all night and apparently met some guy he had fun with all night. After my shift, we decided to go to breakfast so I could hear all about this gorgeous, beautiful black man who rearranged my friend's organs. As we are leaving the restaurant, we see a homeless man walking on the side of the street with his backpack and a panhandling sign. My friend freaks out and tells me that man looks a lot like the guy he met last night. I go back to the resort to check the cameras, and sure enough, I found footage of a homeless man jumping the fence from the vacant lot on the side of the resort to use the outdoor showers. I told my boss this the next day, and apparently this isn't the first time this man has been caught using the showers. Needless to say, my friend is all good. He went to a clinic, and he is all cleared. But I thought I'd share that little fuck talk story with you guys. Thank you, and I appreciate the pod. Love you guys. Kyle! What a story. Well, and great and to the point. I, um, listen, a similar event happened to my roommate when I lived in, guess where? New York. New York. On the Lower East Side, technically the East Village, but close enough. <laughs> um, he, we were hanging out in front of Boiler Room and he like kind of made eyes with this guy and they were like being real friendly and we we took him back to our apartment and I went into my room and just was like out for just went to bed and the next morning we remembered things things started coming together and we were like wait a minute his shirt was ripped wait a minute he was like in flip-flops and like we were all out at a club and it was like cold out um and he left all of his clothes at our house but he like stolen a bunch of my roommates like clothes and that's when it hit us we were like Oh, you brought home a hot homeless guy. Mm. Fucked him and he took your clothes. But I feel like that's a good trade-off. You kept him warm for a night. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of like uh, just because one part of your life is not going well doesn't mean you're not going to get horny or want to fuck someone. Or, or that like, you're not hot. Or that you're not hot. Or that you don't want to socialize or anything. So just because you don't have a place to live... That doesn't rule out, you know, yes, being attractive, cruising Listen, someone, we're and all having hot sex. One mistake away from being homeless. You know I what just, I mean? I mean, that, that's a, truly a true, anyone a true of us statement has never been said. Make one mistake, and then you're on the street, boo. I would say, I would argue um, that at the end, when you said, Don't worry, my friend's all good, he went to the clinic and got checked out. I'm like, Well, the gentleman out on the street with the sign, panhandling, should also go get checked out. Yeah, he needs to get looked at, too, because your friend might be a hoe. Right, exactly. So that doesn't doesn't mean one way or the other there. But uh, I got to say, I mean, if I was without a place to live in Palm Springs, I think it would be the easiest possible thing to jump a fence and use an outdoor shower. Absolutely. Than it would be to try to, like, pay for a hotel room or something. Yeah. So I commend the effort. Another thing that happened while we were away was, have you had your moderate to severe cunt severity checked? You just, the the second word you said was Moderate to severe cunt severity. 
You didn't no. hear this? What? Moderate severe cunt severity. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. Well, it's clear that you are not a fan of the little dick legend. It's like a joke online. Uh, Chicago queen. You don't know what I'm talking about. No. The word is severe. I know, but that's why it's <laughs> funny. Okay, I'm going to send oh, it to you. Explain the joke to me while it's funny. No, okay. You Are play you the talking next... about that messy queen who stumbles around in her backyard? Yes. First of all, don't call her messy because we're <laughs> going to have not? her. We're going to have her on the podcast. Is she not messy? But, like, in, it's intentional. It's not like. I didn't say unintentionally messy. Yeah, she messy. Okay. Let's take a um, break and then we'll listen to these other and, voice And notes. check your moderate to severe cunt severity because it, clearly you are lacking. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a zero on my cunt severity. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are back with some... Balsamic vinegar. Balsamic vinegar. What is Elmo doing? Like a press run, like Zendaya is. Right no, now? I think people just realize that Elmo might be black. He's literally been black forever. I know, but I think people are just now realizing that. But like, then, wasn't there like a crazy thing with the guy who voiced him, and then there was some not so kosher stuff that he was up to? Well, first of all, let me just say this: Elmo is red. Yeah, but this is like my cat, Deb. My cat, Deb, is a black woman. Like, it's clear to me that she is black. Yeah, I got you. But, like, when when, when my boyfriend thinks about Deb and he, like, personifies her as a person, she's white to him. But, like, well, to me, she black. Honestly. Well, doesn't that make sense? I guess so. But Elmo, Elmo, to me, is black. And then now on TikTok, they're, like, pulling up a whole bunch of, like, Videos of him being, like, saying things a certain way. And they're like, oh, I didn't even realize that Elmo was from Brooklyn. And it's like, yeah. Elmo's from Brooklyn. Well, Sesame Street is a New York-based Sesame Street adventure. is in New York. Yeah, Oscar Doug Grouch. Doug Grouch. <laughs> Biggie did they give him bird. A, Speaking of home, did they give Cookie, him a home finally? Dumb monster. I mean, or come did on. they get rid of Oscar the Grouch because it was like insensitive? No, 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 no. no. That's a big one for Elmo. That's a big one for Elmo. Okay, I have three things. I know. I'm sorry. One, I'm convinced that Big Dipper and uh, the left Blue Lake brother are the same person. <laughs> because of their speaking voice you listen to those two speaking voices side by side they sound exactly the same two, Meatball, thank you for calling roller skating fruit booting uh you said that once and it stuck with me ever since i love roller skating quads of course not the bullshit inlining and three here's my sex story okay oh. i was 19 first boyfriend ever only boyfriend i've had i'm 30 now um, I cheated on it. Sounds like different. And so it's good that I haven't had another. But um, so he was not out to his parents, but uh, or especially his dad. Um, his dad was like uh, he's from uh, South Central Texas, little town outside of Austin called New Braunfels. Oh, and, I know New Braunfels. Uh, I was going to Texas State at the time, which is in San Marcos, about twenty minutes north. So I had gone south to, for Valentine's Day to New Braunfels, and his dad was supposed to be out of town for something or another. Um, he wasn't. Uh, so story goes like this. It's Valentine's Day. We're in his dad's house. It's really nice, really, like, ugly, mcmansion you know. Uh, we took a bath Welcome together. To we Bronzo. smoked a bunch of pot. We went to bed, and we woke up to his dad busting on the door, uh, and his dad walked in on his son with uh, another man naked in his bed, and he came in with a shotgun. Um, oh, God. Fuck. And 
All I could say was nice to meet you. <laughs> and like hold my hand out. And yeah, I know. I still cringe when I think about it. Um, nice to meet you. And then like his dad left the room and then his son, Matt, followed him and um, I to the house through the window. I waited in his car uh, with just some boxes on and he took me home. All right. Have a good one. Wow. First of all, when he said his dad busted, I was like, a nut? No, his dad busted Ah. in with the shotgun. He went out the window and had to wait in the car in his boxers. That's insane. At least put your clothes. Well, yeah, put your clothes on. I mean, if. I would have walked out the front door, though. I'm not crawling out. But the gun, that's horrifyingly scary. Gun is scary shit. That's scary, scary, scary. And that guy should be, I don't know. I would have called the cops on him and been like, he aimed a gun at me because I was in his home. But in Texas, sodomy, legal. I mean, illegal. Well, check. you could check the hole. Check do the a kit. hole? God, they really fucking used to do that shit. Um, they- why do people always want what? They did used to look at your butthole. Why do people always want to have sex? I know that that didn't apply to this specific story. But why do people always want to have sex in the parent bed? The parent's bed. Was it the parent's bed? I thought it was his bed. No, I just said that didn't apply to this story. But often people are like, we had the house to ourselves. And so I fucked in my parent's bed. Ew. I never fucked in my parent's bed, but I did have sex in someone else's parent's bed. And I, yes, I thought it was weird. But I think it's that weird way of like getting back at your parents. It's like something you'll know that they'll never know. But I think it's it's not about gay people, too. It's about straight people. It's like everybody is trying to be up in that bed. I didn't specify that I was gay. It's just being like. Getting back at them, being like, I know something you don't. Okay. You know <laughs> yes. I know something you will never, never know. know. And um, welcome to TikTok Talk. Fruit boot? Fruit boot? Fruit boot. I did say that. That's what people used to say because I used to rollerblade to school and they would yell out their car window Fruit booter, faggot, gay ass. And All the like, fun ones. Yeah. And then I would go to the theater room bathroom and cry a little bit and then get ready for class. Oh, no. Whatever. I mean, I'm fine now, I guess. <laughs> You're like, it's whatever. I get up every morning and feed my cats. And and I don't do, think I, I listen, sound I like a stay home and do whatever. I think that you both have similar tones. Like, tonally, yes, but not... um not the same pitch it's not the same register it's both just that you're like a little throaty when you talk we're in the same family that's your cousin that's my cousin also i'm dead that they call her the left boulet because that is true that they only ever stand on the left side of the right stage left audience or left it's screen right stage left and audience left it's the same thing no I thought stage left was when you were on stage, the audience is left. No, when you're on stage facing the audience, your right and your left are called stage left and stage right. So stage right boulet is left boulet. Yes. Left shark. Left shark. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to go to Katy Perry's show so bad in Vegas. You win? No, I want to. Oh it's yeah, back you want to see the duty. I want to see the duty sing. I, I mean, it just looks really campy and fun. Her team has put together a great show that she's there for. Next call. You're trash. Last call of the day. I wanted to comment about the uh, the floor show is about to begin gag. I think for the next season, they should keep the stupid gag for the first two or three episodes and then surprise them by letting them get ready for only an hour or so and then have that play. And then have Ian or whoever go on production and say, no, we're serious. You need to get on set. And the challenge is them performing with their half drag or however far they got along with their makeup and costumes and shit. I think that'd be a good mix up to it. Bye. Do you hate this idea, Mimo? I love this idea. I think it's a really funny idea. Yeah. 
I think it would be great. It would be a challenge, one challenge. Uh, and it would just be like, this is how. And I think there should be clues throughout the day given about like time management or like you never know when your time will come. You almost yeah. always be prepared. But really let it be a reality TV moment where they just go like, alert, alert, truly five seconds you have to, or, you know, two minutes or whatever it is you have to be ready upstairs. Yeah, and I do think, I didn't I suggest something like that before where it was like, based on how you did in the challenge, you get more or less time yeah. to get ready. Yeah, there needs to be more stuff like that to make it more of like a reality show. Like, Because the only time they did that, not that this is, I thought we were done. The only time they did that or anything like that was when they had to go search for the key. Mm. The only time that there was any like type of fun thing was like looking for a key. There should also be physical fights. Just between me and Dolly, I want him to hit me, them to hit me. Oh my god! All right. Well, this is our first episode of the year. Please bear with us while we find more <laughs> stuff to talk about, since we apparently did absolutely nothing. You didn't get anything for Christmas. You didn't. Do- I had COVID. Yes, but you. Did I stayed the in the house. Delivery. Delivery. No. I was actually um, sick for about two days, and then I just sat on the couch the whole time. Enjoying a break from work. And you're still testing positive? No, I haven't taken a test since because they told me I'd have false positives. They said I have a false positive for 60 days, so don't well, even bother taking a test. If you're in Los Angeles, please, <laughs> on January 23rd, come to Precinct for Eggs Over Easy. It's a drag brunch that I am hosting. If you're there on the 21st, come to Fat Slut a show that I am hosting. If you are there on the 27th, I will be performing in Marta Bichu Bar- show. I'll be making my grand return back to WeHo after three or four years of not performing there. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. Don't yeah. forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And follow us on Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly and Instagram at Spiciest Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly. And on TikTok, I'm Big Dipper Jelly. I'm going to get around to posting. And I think I'm Spiciest Meatball or Meatball the Drag Queen. I don't know. If you just hit at Meatball, I come up. Our number is 213 Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. Or you know, sloppy seconds pot at gmail.com. Goodbye. What a shitty episode. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.